Today we're talking about little boys and girls who can't sit still. Welcome to the Simply Charlotte Mason podcast. I'm Sonia Schaefer. My friend and co-worker Laura Pitney is joining me again today for another episode of Your Questions Answered. Today we want to discuss another great question mm -hmm. that you have asked. What about little boys and girls who can't or won't <laughs> sit still? What do you do then? Well, I know some thoughts that I have on it. Do you want me to go ahead and start? Please. Okay. <laughs> First, I think you need to figure out why you want them to sit still. Mm -hmm. um, is it just so you'll look good to other people? Is it because they're distracting the other yeah. kids? Is it, you know, there are all kinds of reasons. Many little boys especially, but some little <laughs> yes. girls, just have so much energy. They, they just need to move. Mm -hmm. And with some children, yep. they truly can process better if they're moving. I... Let me tell you a little story. Okay. Many of you know that my youngest has pervasive developmental delays and sensory processing disorders and all kinds of stuff <laughs> going on. She has a real struggle with her language. Sure. Well, we have found that movement helps her process. Yeah. And I remember one summer, we were in the pool mm -hmm. and her older sister was with her and they joined hands and just started spinning mm -hmm. in a circle. And the faster they went, pretty soon Hannah broke into song. She started singing, wow. and we could yeah. understand the words. We knew that we knew the tune. We knew exactly what song wow. she was singing. She doesn't usually just do that yeah. on her own <laughs> during the day, mm -hmm. but that movement helped process yeah. in her mind, and she was able to express what she was thinking better. So keep in mind that for some kids, that movement is very helpful. Mm -hmm. If it's distracting somebody else, you might ask them to do their movement behind the other mm -hmm. child and make sure they don't bump into yeah. the other child. You know, yeah. you have to respect the other kids sure. in the room. Usually, I have just as a general rule, mm -hmm. if what the child is doing is not distracting the others from sure. listening or narrating, then fine, they can do it. Sure. And if it's not distracting themselves. Sure from listening and narrating. That's fine. Now, of course, eventually, you want your child to learn how to sit still. Right. You don't want them to still be, you know... Jumping on the couch when yeah, they're when 15. They're 30. Yeah, well, I was going to say 30, but okay, <laughs> 15, yeah. yeah. You, you do want them to learn how to sit still eventually, but just be careful that you're not pressuring yeah. them to do something that makes it hard for them to process yeah. when they're young. So just, I guess I'm just saying give them grace sure. and know your child. Yeah. Find out why you want him or her to sit still and work with the individual. Respect the child yeah. as a person. Yeah. What do you have to say about it? I totally agree with everything you just said. I think that there's wisdom from the parent to know if this movement is beneficial to the child, mm -hmm. if it's not a distraction to the other children. So I think each situation looks different, yes. for sure. Yes. For my situation, my children were required to be in the service with us, in our church service. Yeah. So requiring them to be still was kind of a necessity um, because it was distracting, especially in that situation. So. I am of the opinion that there's a time and place 
that if it's okay for my children to move around and that's helping them accomplish that mental focus or whatever the situation is, I'm going to allow it. That's where you apply that grace. Yes. But I also feel like there are times when you need to tell your kid to sit down and you expect them to obey. That is so true. Let me just throw in a a time that is burned in my memory (laughs) about that. When we had just our first two and we went to a wedding, small wedding, no child care. Uh-oh. <laughs> I was in the wedding, Uh-oh. and I think my husband was the photographer or something. He was busy, and it was a disaster. Yeah. yeah. But it really wasn't fair to yeah. them. Yeah. Because they didn't know that we expected it. They had never had a chance to work their way up to sitting through sure. a whole wedding ceremony. Sure. Be torture for you and for them, for yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, that's true. For sure. I definitely think that is um, a problem that us moms have where we all of a sudden expect our kids to obey us immediately for this reason when we haven't practiced it Mm -hmm. or like you said worked up to it yeah so for requiring your children to sit still i think there's a time and place but i definitely feel like we have to put in the effort to train them ahead of time hopefully avoiding those moments of panic so when my children were young we would practice we'd spend about five minutes a day um, I'd line them up on the bench, all four of them, and we would just sit there. And we on would, the bench at church? No, at, at my house. At, at my home. house. You'd yes, just sit them on the bench. Yep, all four of them next to each other because at church they're next to each other on the pew. So the nudging and the hand slapping or whatever might be going on, <laughs> I was like, I got, I got an eye on you right here. <laughs> and if we need to take care of it, we will. So <laughs> we practiced every day and. After a while, um, I would lengthen the time. So we maybe started out for a minute. And then the next time, a week later, whenever I felt like we were ready, we, I would extend it. But you're practicing that minute every yes, day yes, until you were ready. Correct. Because, I mean, the idea of having my four little ones sit next to me on the pew and behave and sit there quietly so that I could pay attention mm-hmm. was a beautiful thought. Mm-hmm. And so... For me to expect them to all of a sudden do that, I felt like it was wrong for me to require that of them because it just caused way more of a distraction than yeah. needed to be. For that um, whole church correct, service. Correct, correct. Yeah, so back to what you were saying to start with, I definitely feel like there's a time and place for movement. I feel like there's a time and place um, for each situation to work it out. Like you said, having the kid that needs to move more kind of sit behind the other children, maybe during story time or something like that. But I also feel like those great habits of first-time obedience and your Mm -hmm. children giving you that full attention and listening to what you're telling them to do and then to practice and act it out specifically to, okay, it's time to sit still. You know, I'm going to read now, or it's time to sit in this chair because we're in a doctor's office and I don't want you rolling around on the ground because that's probably what you'd be doing if I didn't tell you to sit down. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so there's a, yeah. there's situations where you need them to be still and to obey, and it's not going to happen unless you train them and, and practice with them and mm-hmm. encourage them. And we played games, you know, it'd be, okay, we're all, they're all sitting on the bench and I'd say, okay, Eli, I want you to go, go to your room and bring back a red Lego. And so he would hop up, march to his room, find a red Lego, and bring it back to me. And I said, thank you very much. Have a seat again. And we'd take turns. That way, it was kind of practicing all the senses of listening Mm -hmm. and um, 
obeying physically with your mm -hmm. body. Not but it also yeah. gave him a little break. Correct. Too. Correct. So yeah. <laughs> Instead of just, you know, chucking cheese its at him, you know, we were <laughs> doing something a little more constructive with the obedience games, but it worked. And I have a, I have a child now that honestly, that's what I'm struggling with every day. She wants to sit on her feet in the chair mm -hmm. and we just have a rule, you know, I want you to sit on your bottom while mm -hmm. we're doing school mm -hmm. around the table because I know they can, and that's where my children are at. That's the key, yeah. And one of the reasons is when we go out to eat. If I don't want her sitting on her on her feet in a, at the restaurant. And then do when, a little pop-up thing with those feet in oh, there. Yeah. It, there's a circus <laughs> that happens um, unexpectedly for that. So I think if we think of the bigger picture, that mm -hmm. we love our children, we want them to embrace the education we're giving them, but even implementing those good habits of sitting correctly in a chair when we can require that of them is going to, we're going to reap that when we're out in public or at a church service or the restaurant, yeah. you know, when yeah. there's a time and place to apply it. Yes. So, and I think it's part of the bigger picture too. Yeah. As you were talking, it came to me that training them to sit still is a helpful activity, if sure. you want to call it that, a helpful sure posture to take, yeah. but it is also a little sliver of teaching them self-control. Correct. Yeah, for which sure. applies to so many sure. aspects mm -hmm. of life. Because they have the choice. They have that choice to do what mommy requires of them or daddy requires them or grandma, whoever it is. Mm -hmm. You know, they have that choice to apply what they've been taught and to choose to do right, even when they don't feel like it. Yes. When they want to do a cartwheel off the chair, you know. Yeah, the whole aspect of self-control, yeah. as you mentioned, it's the key is knowing what to require and when. Yes. So we encourage our children yes. to take those baby steps toward right. self-control, but we're not frustrating them and pushing sure. them over the edge where they just continue right. to fail. Right. It's For so sure. important to know each child. For, and with that said, I, I would love to just throw this little piece of advice in there. The advantage of homeschooling, honestly, is you really get to know your children. Yeah. Whether you want to know them or not. You really get to know your children. And to know them, like we were saying, is to know when they need a break. Mm -hmm. So scheduling your school appropriately the variety of subjects in the correct order, using the right, you know, parts of the brain, all that comes into play with helping them learn that self-control and sitting still. And to know them, you may realize, okay, we've been sitting here for 15 minutes. We've done these three things and y'all need to go run five laps around my front yard. Get some of that energy out. Give them um, an opportunity to um, give you their best, um, yeah. put them, set them up for success mm -hmm. once again. Mm -hmm. So we have used that a lot where um, it may be on a good day, literally go run around my front yard five times and I'll go out there and, and walk with them. We all just need a break or walk around your block, whatever that looks like. Mm -hmm. Or it may be, okay, we're in this little living room. It's raining outside. So let's do some jumping jacks. You know, just something Or let's to, put on some John Philip yes, Sousa and yes, March and yeah. have some fun. Yeah. Right. So it's knowing your children and when they need that break because mm -hmm. it's your responsibility to set them up for success ultimately. Yes. And once you've trained them and they, you know they know how to sit still when they're told and it's a matter of self-control. I mean, there's a lot of factors going in there. Yeah. Um, so it's doable. It is. It is doable. Unfortunately, 
we're the ones that have to put in the effort so much more than them. <laughs> yeah. But that's that's why we're doing what we're doing. That's true. So and our heart is to prepare them. Yeah. So that yeah. they can be their best. Yes. Yeah. Uh, as they grow up. Right. So yeah, yeah, it's great. It, okay, it's your turn. Do you have any other thoughts on helping little children who can't or won't yeah. sit still? <laughs> We'd love to hear your thoughts. Leave a comment, share your ideas. Or if you have a question that you would like us to discuss, we'd be happy to do that. Please put that in the comments as well. And let's get your questions answered. If you enjoyed this video, be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. We also have an audio version of this podcast, or you can read it as a blog post on our website at simplycharlottemason.com. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time.